Welcome to Reading, Writing, and Rain. This is a podcast about books, writing, and my writer's journey. I am your host, Rain Coleman. You can follow me on Twitter at Coleman Rain, IG at Reading, Writing, Rain, and I am now on TikTok. So all you TikTokers out there, please follow me at Reading, Writing, Rain. Help me get those views and comments up, and I'll make sure to do the same. Um, let's see, uh, new to TikTok, so that's cool. Uh, also, YouTube. And when you're listening, please use the hashtag RWRPod. Share your thoughts if you're on that social media kick and uh, share those with me, and we'll share those with the rest of the world. Uh, we're going to make this a conversation. I'm determined to make this a conversation. Um, you can also email me at readingwritingrain at gmail.com in case you have any questions, additional thoughts, something that is longer than the character limit allowed on the Twitter. And uh, yeah, again, on TikTok now. Alrighty, alrighty. So y'all, one, first and foremost, Happy New Year. <laughs> Secondly, Happy Black History Month. Um, yeah, I have been in the thick of it. <laughs> so life has uh, kind of gotten in the way and I haven't recorded in a while, but I have been kind of learning a little bit more about myself when it comes to this writing thing. Uh, so there are a few lessons that I've kind of uncovered and discovered about myself and writing that we'll be going over today, uh, mainly getting back into writing, uh, realizing what type of uh, kind of author you are, and also pacing yourself. Um, I'm just, I'm happy to be back recording and I'm happy to be in a bit of a groove when it comes to my writing. Um, we all know that a lot of things can get in your way. It can be the imposter syndrome of it all. It could be, oh, you know, you th- don't think your work is great enough or compare yourself to others, or maybe just letting that fear of putting out work get in the way and kind of fuel the desire to uh let's say be distracted by things that you know you shouldn't be distracted by so uh getting back into writing getting back into writing so i have last we spoke was working on a specific project it is you're invited and within the year coming to an end uh, my writing habits starting to change and discovering a little bit more about myself and my taste and interest that was put on the back burner now we'll get into that in a little bit but one thing that i am trying my damnedest to do is work on getting that consistent habit that's where i've been for the last maybe month or so it's like really getting down to writing even when I don't feel like it. Now, it doesn't mean I've just been forcing words onto a page, but doing something to put my hands on a particular project so that I'm not just kind of thinking. And not to say that thinking isn't a big part of uh, writing, of developing your your world, your book, your story, because you do have to sit with a lot of different ideas and thoughts. You do your brain dumps. You try to figure out what works best where, move things around. But there is a point in which when you overanalyze or when you do, 
when you rely on this thinking and this comfortable space so much, time gets away from you and there's not much that has been done. And that's something that I am actively trying to avoid because I could see patterns in my past where I have done that. I've sat on an idea and maybe got a couple words down. And then by the time I looked up with this brain dump, it's been a month or two later and where are the words on the page. So that's something that I have been dealing with and that I'm, I think I'm getting into a better habit of at least every day doing something associated with this project, much like working out. You may not work out on your weights three hours a day for five days straight, but you may Monday, Wednesday, Friday do about 30 minutes on some weights, but then every day you may do some cardio. So I'm, I'm trying to keep that mindset when it comes to writing as well. So though I may not put words to the page every single day, I do need to be editing. I do need to be living in the world of this story. I do need to be thinking ahead and writing something, even if it's plans for the next few chapters, be it ideas for the following book, some kind of way I need to be deeply involved (laughs) i need to be in the habit of writing in the habit of writing and having that be second nature so that when it does a day goes by and i'm not doing these things that it feels very odd and off that's where i'm trying to be because i i love to write i just uh, i love it i love it so that's me getting back into the swing of things and with it being february i have really done the work um, yeah, I've really done the work where every single day I am doing something that moves the process forward. Even if it is some brainstorming, it's brainstorming with intention. What does this chapter look like? What should it look like? What could it look like? You know, so I'm feeling good about that. And y'all let me know, like, are you, are you that person as well? Like, regardless to if you are a pants or a plotter or whatever, like when you're working on your project, are you one who is like, okay, every day I need to have hands on this project? Or are you more relaxed where it's like, okay, I'll get to it when I feel like it? Um, I'm by no means saying that this is something you absolutely have to do. I'm just curious um, because this is something I'm seeing is working for me. When you're working on a project, do you have to have hands on it every single day? Or are you okay with missing a few days here and there? Yeah, please um, let me know. Use that hashtag RWRPod. Um, And if you're on YouTube listening to this, put the comment in the comments and whatnot. I'd really like to know what is your process as a uh, author, writer, creator. And and for those non-writers who may be listening, if you just are a creative person, be it with art, be it with, I don't know, physical comedy or whatever, is that something that you have to do every single day? Or are you okay with maybe taking a couple days off? Let me know. So let's pivot a bit into realizing what type of author you are. Now, I mentioned my project, You're Invited, in previous episodes and how it has like a contemporary romance-ish of it all. Now, I am someone who has been writing my entire life. For as long as I can remember, reading and writing has been like my thing. And so I've written countless stories, short stories, wrote in 70-page notebooks, typed some up, wrote them out by hand. That has never been a issue for me. Now, where I'm starting to 
not necessarily have issue because I think that sounds a bit negative, but the but for lack of a better word, the issue that I'm having is I consume so much media, specifically in book form, be it comics, novels, uh, manga, short story, all that. I consume so much that I don't have an issue going between, let's say, romance to science fiction to horror to whatever. And that is reflected in my writing. And so I um, had been kind of taking stock of some old stories that are unfinished, some short stories that I've had, and even books that I've like wrote and wrote and wrote and <laughs> that I've got completed fully. I just haven't edited or published. And I realized that even within the different genres the one thing that is like consistent in every single story has been the romance element and i pretty sure that comes from years of zane and eric jerome dickey and elian harris and those uh romance novels with the fabio looking guy on the cover and watching soap operas and even when i consume like my cartoon child media like with the x-men it was still a lot of love triangles and soap opera type romance and primetime tv and all that i have to imagine that that has informed the way in which i create and so i thought to myself like i am fairly certain that i am a romance author like, and that's something that shouldn't be shocking. Like, if you consistently write romance, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm a romance author. Um, I have other interests and I have other types of stories. But like I said, at the, not necessarily the core, but a large part of those stories are usually a romantic element. Even in a sci-fi, fantasy, um, you know, fighting aliens type movie, there's bound to be two or three budding romances, uh, emotional relationship conflicts like that's just how i'm wired to create and so it took me back in a way that i can't fully explain but i know the gist of it is i am consuming youtube and other bookish uh media and sources and when i go onto said youtube I don't see a lot of black faces and a lot of black male faces. And that created this kind of dissonance for for a short amount of time where it was like, okay, everyone who I see writing romance are this particular type of woman. Knowing that, of course, YouTube doesn't represent the entirety of the world, there are other people who look different from a being a white woman who write romance. But when I look at like the Twitter of it all, the Instagram and the YouTube, the social medias, that's what I'm seeing being pushed forward. Even when I search specifically for black author tubers, black romance author, black this, black that, like I can preface it, and yet I may get a video that's i don't know four or five years old and then i'll get this slew of this particular type of person this this white woman which again no issue with that like everyone has a story to tell but the fact that i wasn't seeing myself and i wasn't seeing even women of my community in this particular space i was like wait what is going on and so i started to pick up different romance books. 
And so I I guess I would be more or less a contemporary romance author. Um yeah, we'll we'll land on that for now. But when I went out to like get a lot of these books into consume them not even from start to finish just like getting a blurb getting a synopsis reading a few chapters i was like this isn't really this isn't this isn't me and again this isn't anything against these other uh, books and romance books and all that because i've consumed some that i absolutely enjoy and even the ones where i realized this isn't me this isn't my writing this isn't my style of writing my type of writing i've still enjoyed those um, but when I look back on my reading history, it has been those Eric Jerome Dickey, those Zane, those um, Elin Harris books. It's been those books that were very much contemporary romance books, books with drama and, and entry and all that good stuff. But they have the black experience infused into them whatever it is be it this queer experience, be it this very specific 90s experience, be it this sexual erotic experience through the black lens and so i am that's where i had this kind of disconnect where i had been consuming so much of the latter for so long of people who did not look anything like me and experiences were not the same that when i like kind of acknowledged that oh we're kind of writing or we're in that same camp it was like well are you and there's one book in particular that i'll touch on in a bit that was I am not sure how I feel about it right now. And I'm trying to kind of check my bias and see, is it because I genuinely do not care for it? Or is it the like my um, uh, issues, again, for lack of a better word, that I'm projecting onto this story? And so I'm going to finish it out just to kind of see, because I think I owe it to myself and to that author and to like my writer's journey to see like, is this something that I genuinely have an issue with or not? Um, so I look up the kind of urban romance and putting that urban in front of it does change things. There's still not as many videos, but there are there is a, a significant kind of um, increase. And I'm thinking like, as a black author who's writing romance, is it necessary that I put urban so that the next black person who's looking for a, a book like I was or looking for a creator like I was looking for, like, is that the way to ensure that they find me? Is it not enough to put romance author this is a book uh romance book contemporary romance you know um friends to lovers enemies to lovers whatever like is that not enough so um yeah i'm 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 still kind of parsing through my thoughts about this and like i, I haven't landed on a particular feeling yet but i just know it was a journey and i'm grateful for it because it's helping me kind of piece out uh what 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 I want to present and how to do so, if that makes any sense. So I'm writing this story. I'm I'm happy about it. I'm excited about it. I think that it's good. And does it have to stand up against these others? And if it does, where does it fall? Just in not even content, but just the way it's perceived. Like is it is it going to feel and look to the random person who looks for romance novels like an urban romance something or is it just going to be taken as a romance book that you know you should read if you read the synopsis and you are a fan 
So let me know, y'all, when it comes to you and your own works, has there been that kind of journey of discovery, like I just mentioned? Has it been this, well, I am a XYZ, but other XYZs who don't necessarily look like me, we seem to be very different with content or we seem to be very different with presentation or perceived very different. So is there been a time where you realize something about your creative journey, be it writing, art, music, or whatever, that is like, I don't know if I'm fitting the standard and that could be good or bad, but how do I move forward with this new knowledge? So let me know. Use that hashtag RWRPod and let's let's discuss because I'd really like to know what your thoughts are. And if, um, heck, you may be able to help me out with, you know, your interpretation of it and vice versa. Maybe I've helped you out as well. Now, let's get into pacing and not in your story, but in yourself. Over these last four months, because I believe it's been about four months, three, three and a half, four months. I have learned to pace myself. So I have these self-imposed deadlines for my work. You know, as we all should. You know, if you want a result by a certain date, you, of course, should set a deadline and work towards that date. And that was working for me. However, I do have a lot of other things going on that I don't think I have in the past prepared for well. Or well enough. So if I know I want to write a book and I know it's going to take me, let's say, three months, I was just like, oh, it'll take me three months. I'll be done by this date. But not factoring in, well, what's going on over those three months? Is that during the summer? Are there events you'll be going to? Are there birthdays? Will you be traveling? Um, will you be outside more? Will you be um, maybe increasing one aspect of your life while kind of decreasing another? Will you be more social, maybe going to the gym more? And so now you're tired because you're at the gym and now you have that recovery time. Um, how long are you writing? How many days per week and how long are you writing? Like it was things that I was not accurately including, accurately including? Things I was not including in my timeline of, oh, this will take three months, where that three months probably should have been increased to five months just to give myself some kind of cushion where I could still, let's say, work out more, uh, maybe go to two or three birthday or event celebrations or whatnot, and not have this affect the writing timeline. Um, and that's something that I'm learning to do better. I'm doing a better job at handling my pacing. So like, for example, I am uh, working on a project that is not your invited. Your invited is still in the works, but your invited has taken a back seat because I realized something about my writer's timeline and I realized a goal that I'm trying to reach. And within having that goal, having that timeline and wanting to have something concrete by a specific date, I knew that I couldn't do this one Project X that I'm working on now and do your invited at the same time. And even if I could, I didn't want to mix the two because I don't, I'm thinking that I'm an author who doesn't want to overlap projects in that way. Like once I'm done with this Project X that I'm working on, before switching to another 
book, I would probably go back to You're Invited and finish that off because at that time, now it's been a, a few months separation from You're Invited. I can get back into it, edit it, change things around. And my experience on this Project X that I'm working on may very well inform some of the people, places, or things that may occur in You're Invited. And I'm also trying to get a a timeline down for all of my books as a whole. Like, where do they fit chronologically with each other? So, You're Invited has taken a back seat. There are some words on the page with that one. And I'm still very excited about it. I will say that I'm a little upset at myself for not getting it done. But that goes back to that timeline. Like, I wanted to have this done by December, I think December 7th, so that it could be a New Year's release. Because it wanted the events of the book would have occurred in the year 2021 in December going into 2022. And I said, okay, that'd be great. Have this holiday time going 21, going into 22. Sure. That didn't work out that way. And that was a self-imposed timeline. There's no publisher, editor, or anyone in charge who's telling me you need to have this done at this certain time. This is something I've done to and for myself. Um, I can't say that I'm not a little upset or sad or disappointed that it didn't come out but i'm also like yeah you have other things going on and you just need to manage your expectations and your timeline a bit better hence us getting to this project x in which i've already completed what i have uh 58,000 words on that project and i'm going into trying my best to get 40,000, 40 to 50,000 more. So I'm already with getting rid of that timeline, taking a step back and looking at my life, my habits, and also looking at a, a actual realistic timeline of creating this entire project, not even getting into the like, editing process and um beta readers and all that good stuff just literally creating the project the creating as a whole i was able to really knock out a substantial amount of work and so i'm banking on completing the back half of this project and jumping right back into you're invited but of course i have several other manuscripts that are like half done that might need a little bit more work and there's more ideas that i have so what i'm essentially getting at is that i did not complete or um, reach the goal that i set last year however by not reaching that goal it just showed me that like this is a self-imposed goal and deadline True enough, you want to get your work out there and get it done, but don't be so freaking hard on yourself if that doesn't come to pass. There are so many authors, and even creatives in general, but so many authors who may not meet their deadline and have to push something back. Life happens. Things get in the way, and sometimes you just don't feel like it. And so I'm doing better with like pushing myself to work on my project every day, even if it's not logging in 500 to 1,000 to 3,000 words, but I am making sure that this project is active in my head, and that's something that works for me. Uh, so when it does come to pacing yourself and making sure that you are progressing your project, let me know what are some things that help you. What I've discovered is you need to touch this project every single day. For you, you may have to, I don't know, eat your favorite food. Uh, there's a YouTuber, and Laura, I forget her name. I am so sorry. I'm terrible at this. She has a certain perfume 
that she wears. I remember her mentioning like, oh, well, when I work on this project or this perfume, and it always kind of puts my mind into the mindset of completing this this work. So she'll spray it on and smell it and, you know, whatever it triggers her, and then she works on that project. So what things are do you have, what triggers do you have that get you to progress that gets you to work on your project to log those words those hours that time and even if you're not an author if you're just a creative or if you just like books and you just want to read like what is it that gets you up and say all right i'm going to finish this book today or by thursday or whatnot let me know what that is using the hashtag rwrpod because again you may mention something that i hadn't even thought of that i might want to try myself uh much like the young lady who does the perfume thing i would kind of alter that and maybe use one cent just for me to write but that is something that i think could work you know i think it works so let me know use the hashtag rwrpod and uh let's continue this conversation so i (laughs) will kind of wrap up here but i do want you guys to please 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 go over to youtube and subscribe to the channel reading writing and rain it's reading writing and rain that will be linked in the show notes i would definitely appreciate it if uh you guys could subscribe i'm trying to work on doing the youtube all social media and tiktok thing and see if this is something that works for myself um i consume youtube all the time (laughs) i love it i love it as a social media platform and an informative platform and even entertainment so please go on over to youtube and subscribe reading writing and rain um so what am i currently reading what am i currently reading so right now i am reading uh Perfect Play. It is a book by G.S. Carr. Now, this is the book I mentioned earlier where it's a romance book, and I'm reading it because once I had that realization that, oh, you are a romance author, let's now dive into some of the romance books that are out, that have been out, that have come out recently, and get a feel for if this feels or if this is in line with your work. I will say, to be completely honest, I did not like, I'm only in the first like six chapters and I'm getting, I'm consuming it through audiobook, and I did not like the book initially. Um, it's a guy and a girl. They are, I guess, kind of, I don't know if it's friends to lovers cause they're, there's a girl whose brother, twin brother is a football player professionally and her, and she has a kind of crush on one of his teammates and then her and the teammate without spoiling the book they have some hijinks ensue i'll say that and while reading or consuming it i did not like the 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 lead character i didn't like the the girl the lady the woman and it wasn't it to me she just felt very i think she's a librarian she felt very whiny and I said, okay, I recognize how I feel about her and that that is my feeling. But now that I know this, I can put this on the back burner, understand that if I am annoyed or irritated listening to this woman, that that I already acknowledge that that's how I feel. So that shouldn't stop me from enjoying the book like consuming the actual book because i know this is an issue keep it moving and and it worked and i was like okay so i know that she's kind of whiny to me however how do i not know that her arc isn't she that 
whiny nature, the thing that, that has her so uptight and stressed, isn't resolved by the end of the book. I was like, okay, that's good. Then the guy, uh, the lead guy, kind of pops up on the scene, or we get his point of view, and it made me miss her. So it's narrated by two different uh, narrators, a woman and a man, and for me, my issue with the book, now I realize are more technical things. It's not even the content per se. Like initially it was the, the, the woman, like I said, and I was like, oh, I don't really like her. But then I'm like, okay, she could improve. She, she made throughout the book. But when the guy narrator, um, popped up, I did not like his reading. His voice is fine, but there's something about the way he is reading the guy's chapters. To me, that feels like he's just reading from the script. Where the woman, she'll say something like, and this is not verbatim because I can't recall, but she'll say something like, oh, I'm so upset that Johnny is here. And she's giving it in flesh. She's like, oh, and I, I'm just so upset that Johnny is here. Where the guy is like, I can't believe Sarah is mad. And he reads it like, oh, I can't believe that Sarah is mad. It's like, do you not have any emotion, sir? Like, give me something. Uh, but even with that critique, it doesn't stop me from, like, experiencing the book. And so I I think I'm on chapter six, and it's a pretty quick, kind of fast-paced read. And so my initial reactions, though that was a bit negative, has completely, like, kind of melted away and now I'm just in the story and so I haven't made it to the end so I don't know if I'll feel the same way but I'm trying to consume as much romance contemporary romance as I can to see if or where I fall in when it comes to other romance authors contemporary romance authors now um but I am I, I'm, I'm in this space of enjoying it and acknowledging the things that I don't like about it, but not allowing those things to stop me from enjoying the book. Because again, the things I don't like, I don't think are the author's fault. Like the whiny nature of the character. Sure, she wrote that. But again, she, her arc may be that that goes away. But the way the guy sounds reading, like maybe the author picked him and then that's their fault. But like, I can also just read the book myself. I don't have to consume it through audiobook. So I can't have that as a strike against this author. So all that being said, it's I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, we'll see how I feel at the end of it. And um, so y'all let me know. Yeah, let me know if you have any books, any romance books. Now that I've had this epiphany, <laughs> and I'm like knees deep in, oh, I love romance. This is what I do. If there's any romance books that you think I would enjoy things that I may pick up, uh, please comment. Use the hashtag RWRPod, or if you're on YouTube, please put it in the comments. I would love to get some of your recommendations and then kind of go from there. Um, yeah, and even if it's something that you don't know if I like, but you're like, well, this is contemporary romance. It's a quick read. I enjoyed it. Why don't you check it out? Because I do want to see where I fall into this contemporary romance sphere. Uh, another book that I'm reading that I've read before and I'm just kind of rereading is Basketball Jones by Elian Harris. Love that book. Love all of his work. I am reading it side by side with the perfect play because one, they're both about sports. And then two, the Elian Harris of it all is what I not necessarily compare myself to, but that's what I think of when I think of my own writing and I think of 
writing, contemporary romance, black, uh, marginalized, queer experience, and just what I grew up reading. And the perfect play being the more contemporary, current way or type of story and see if there's any similarities that I can point out right away. So that's why I'm reading these two kind of at the same time. But if you haven't read Basketball Jones by Elin Harris, I would recommend it. Any Elin Harris book, I recommend it. But Basketball Jones is pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. So, um, yeah, what are you guys reading? Even if it's not a recommendation for me, what are you reading? I need to get a little bit more involved and pick up my... Uh, increase my reading for the year because I had a goal last year of 50 books and I did not reach 50 books (laughs) now if we're talking about including comics and graphic novels oh I surpassed that months in like several months into 2021 but um, if we're talking about just novels novellas prose books then no I did not make it all right, so that's all I have for you guys for episode five. Thank you so much for tuning in. All of you who have been with me from the start, thank you so much. Those of you commenting, those of you uh, enjoying this conversation, engaging in this conversation with me, thank you, thank you so much. And if you've just stumbled upon the podcast, thank you for being here and enjoy your stay. <laughs> so um, be grateful to yourselves, be great and grateful to others. And until next time, Read something, write something, then come back and tell me. Rain. (laughs) All right, y'all.